I V M. Hey, welcome to Shunya One, episode fifty-seven. Today we have an awesome guest who I finally managed to get to the studio after a lot of coordination, and she's from the world of logistics. Can you imagine that? Because the coordination is in her blood. Absolutely. But before we get to that, uh, Amit, what's been happening about our Slack responses well, from last week? So we're doing a couple of things on Slack. One is uh, we put up a poll. Uh, we're going to be doing a poll every Friday following the Tuesday episode, so that people can participate. We want everyone to be aware of that. So the poll on this one was on the episode last week. Farooq explained how the delivery aspect of a business is rather critical and can influence costs. So how do you react when you see delivery charges on your packages? Right. I mean, like that was something we spoke about a yeah. little bit. It turns out that a hundred percent of our response. Would rather have the delivery cost transparent. They don't want uh, it to be hidden in any way. Yeah, yeah. but they would still prefer it to be free. Well, they would prefer it. No, but I mean, like nobody delivers for. So the the way the question was was looking for something. Do you a look for something else? Do you b don't care, or c no one delivers for free. I'd rather have the delivery cost transparent. Interesting. And a hundred percent of the responses were that the delivery cost is transparent. And uh, Rhythm Gupta kind of responded to the poll itself with a comment behind it. Uh, back in 2002, 2003, Amazon figured out that one of the top things their customers hate is a delivery cost. That's why they came up with Amazon Prime and it was a huge success. I think making discovery costs trans- transparent might be counterproductive because of exactly this reason, which I think is true. Yeah. Which is, again, this is the whole thing. We, where we pe- actually spoke about that. Yeah, too. people don't know what they want. Yeah. Yeah, they think they do. I have one more announcement for the Slack channel. We're going to be doing AMAs on the Slack channel as well with our ex-guests uh, who have been on the show. Uh, so if Grewal is going to be on soon, so stay tuned for the announcement of when we're going to do that. All right. Awesome. I want to invite to the show today Manisha Raisingani, the co-founder and CTO of Loginex Solutions. How are you doing, Manisha? Thank Good. you for finally making it here on this rainy weekend, driving through all sorts of traffic, <laughs> uh, blocked roads. And uh, ironically, this is exactly what your software platform, Loginex, does and helps solve for. So how was, how was the experience? It was quite a drive, I must say. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, I do not drive much usually in Bombay. But then today I thought, okay, it's a Saturday. Let me, you know, it, it Google showed me 45 minutes. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm good to go. I left at 11.45 from Pawai. I was like, I'll be on time mm-hmm. uh, by 12.30. And then, yeah, 12.30, I was in Bandra. But then I think I reached studio at 1.30. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was quite a drive. And this is the interesting world that we live live in where such dynamic changes in weather and roads just change the way you know all the all the clockwork that you had planned right yeah and absolutely it's just it's an amazing coincidence that you your tool and your product actually solves for this so now while your journey here was this interesting what's the journey been like for this company and of course for yourself could you tell us about how you got to where Loginex is today sure so um it has been a roller coaster ride now it was around four and a half years back when we started so dhruvil and myself dhruvil is the other co-founder both of us were in the us we did a master's from carnegie mellon in analytics and optimization and then i was working with ibm he was working with deloitte coincidentally our clients were pretty much in the similar domain so it was logistics and big data so I was working with companies like uh, Home Shopping Network, FedEx, UPS. So we were working on a couple of projects together. Mm-hmm. 
and that time and ge transportation was one of our you know was our was my actually very first client in ibm okay and i was you know consulting them on how to optimize your cost by saving your fuel and you know tracking your vehicles in real time how to plan their routes better so we were you know it was uh, we were sitting in uh, manhattan uh, starbucks mm-hmm. and dhruval and i we were discussing we were like wow coincidentally we are working in the same domain so how, what is your client experience and i was like they are spending millions of dollars on you know improvising their logistics by by you know introducing technology so he was like same here like they are spending millions of dollars we are 200 consultants there they charge 200 dollars per hour for me i was like wow that's interesting and they pay us like 60 dollars an hour <laughs> so we were like okay what's happening in india and other asian countries and then you know when we spoke we actually spoke to a couple of uh, executives in india from logistics companies and they didn't have any technology so we we were shocked we were like okay there has to be at least some basic technology in place for logistics mm-hmm. and you know that's when we decided looks like a great opportunity startup ecosystem was booming in india and we were like okay let's move back and we just packed our bags in in so this is the decision i think we just took in a couple of months Wow. and uh, we left our high paying jobs right. and we moved back to india wow so yeah it was it was uh, it was a very i would say um, not a very very we didn't take time to make this decision we we just knew that this is it this is what we have to do this is the problem we need to solve and when you say there was no technology right i mean this is still 2014 where uh, obviously startups weren't hot yet i think the next year is when it, when it became yeah. super hot uh, but there was still a lot of old school tech being run by these companies right i mean uh, how were thing how was the business doing before this before loginex uh, came on the scene before the tech scene exploded in logistics mm-hmm. how was it all working like what what was going on in the sure, country sure that, that's a very interesting you know take i would say basically people like companies had static tools mm-hmm. to you know record transactions and to show the transactions or so show some type of milestone tracking to their customers mm-hmm. but what was missing and is still missing in a lot of logistics companies is the dynamic and the real time nature of you know considering the dynamism that we have in logistics right now for example today google was showing me 45 minutes eta and then it took me around 1 hour 45 minutes so there's a lot of dynamism when things are moving on the road right. so all these dynamic factors have to be considered and a lot of you know analytics and optimization has to go behind it to make sure that the way logistics works is not static so right. you cannot have static tools to optimize your logistics cost could you describe your tool a little bit more in detail in terms of like what kind of things do you track So uh just to give you an example right say if you order a laptop from Paytm or from a Flipkart uh now the, these all the orders are picked up from the warehouses now the the warehouse manager would have say 10000 orders to be distributed among 500 delivery boys or 500 drivers how do they do currently what they do is okay this is your area you take the parcels this is your area you take these parcels okay there are 20 parcels left let them be here we will send them tomorrow okay what our engine does is 
we consider all the parameters into picture like traffic patterns weather patterns capacity of the drivers area preferences of the drivers in which areas are they really doing well they are doing on time deliveries we put a score for every driver and the algorithms that we have the planning engine that we call runs behind the scenes does all the permutations and combinations possible for these 10000 orders and 500 drivers okay. and distributes these orders in such a way that the routes are optimized the distance the distances are uh, you know optimized and the etas that the customers are expecting because these days you know everybody you is working when you expect it yeah exactly you, you are not okay with okay we will deliver to you by 21st of june right. you want you, the parcel will be delivered between 3 and 6 pm on 20th of june right. so that's the kind of you know accuracy that people are expecting yeah, makes sense makes sense so we we provide the etas the real time etas and yeah all the hard work done by operations manager manually right is now done by the engine. Awesome, awesome. That makes sense. That that makes sense. I get that. Yeah, and when you started out, was mm-hmm. this what you realized like obviously you said there's you know all the companies you were working with were spending millions of dollars on tech. And but the tech involves so many layers, right? There is the hardware of GPS tracking and you know yeah. a little bit of which I have done in my past and I know how varied that is. Uh then there is the software and the intelligence which you just spoke about. Mm-hmm. So Did you know which part you wanted to go after when you looked at this market? Because when I looked at it, it it looks like everything is broken. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which one do you fix first? Right. So uh, yeah, we knew, but that was not the right thing, and we are not doing that right now. So. we we started with hardware and mm-hmm. hardware is hard exactly it is like really hard and we have no experience whatever in hardware and we tried doing the hardware and we failed miserably at it that was our first failure at logix so we were like um, and we had you know recently moved back from the us we were in uh, you know the working patterns you know the working style was more of the us style that we mm-hmm. had because we were working there for a few years and then obviously you tend to you know work in a similar manner when you move back so first we tried doing the hardware in house we failed at it then we decided to work with a partner we we found a hardware partner we told him all the requirements okay this is what we need and battery optimization is the most important piece mm-hmm. because packages travel for 6 7 days and the battery has to last for 6 7 days right. So we gave him the requirements and it was I think early March when we spoke to him we moved back in January and early March April we spoke to him and he was like okay I think I'll need 3 months and you can give me 50% advance payment we were like okay it's fine so we gave 50% advance payment and uh, so March uh, yeah March we met him first and then in we we spoke to him in May we were like okay the work must be going on we don't need to follow up you know right. because you don't you don't <laughs> have follow up culture in the US so uh, in may when we spoke to him we were like okay where are we like are we good to go for at least beta testing so that yeah. in june you know we can go live with the production and he was like okay i haven't started the work <laughs> we were like really <laughs> and you know that was our first lesson wow there were things that we had to actually unlearn and i think i pretty much you know all the entrepreneurs have things which they have to learn and unlearn So yeah and then we decided okay this is not our forte we don't know how to do it we have never done it so let's do what is the what forte we have and our forte was analytics and optimization and intelligence 
so we focused on that we started with analytics and intelligence mm-hmm. and you know after uh, working with a couple of clients we realized that okay we need to have a base system as well mm-hmm. uh, you know a transport management system or an order management system on which our software can actually you know sit on top of that right so the main core is uh, real time visibility analytics which is location analytics and optimization Yes so the software was finally what mm-hmm. you realized is something which you have like hardware is a area of no control really oh, right. right i mean there is so much happening in the hardware world and sadly enough uh, i think china beats india on that uh, exactly. so much that uh, there's very little which uh, most hardware entrepreneurs can do but at the same time right so when you built the software uh, how did you go about actually selling it to folks and convincing them that this is something they should pay uh, you know serious money for mm-hmm. because after all you are running a business and that to a saas tool could you yeah. tell us about how that evolved like because this yeah. is this is a domain in which as you said the ibms and the deloits of the world were right. and not any startups not uh, saas software companies especially mm-hmm. so how did uh, how did you make the transformation into that sure So obviously the first few customers were free we didn't charge them because we wanted to you know test our software as well uh, but the way we went about is was again with data so what we did is we met with uh, one of the courier companies one of the big like large courier companies in bombay and we met them we were like okay see the kind of visibility that you show on your portal is not correct Mm-hmm. so they were like no it's like all right i mean every logistics person every operations manager you talk they feel wow their operations are amazing smooth <laughs> no problems at all <laughs> right so uh, and before before meeting them what we did is we we had you know ordered a few uh, gps trackers and sensors from china so after you know after a hardware failure we started working with the vendors and partners mm-hmm. who sourced the hardware from china So what we did is we were sending these sensors from one city to another to our friends through their courier service. Mm-hmm. And so we had all the data like what the GPS sensor is actually showing and what their website or what their customer representative oh. is actually telling us. Mm-hmm. So we had all that data we went to them with data bag and we showed them the real data like this is what we were doing. <laughs> and doesn't look like everything is good so let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a nice one. <laughs> so nice. that was actually our first client meeting and we closed in one meeting and then we thought thought wow it's really easy to close clients <laughs> until we started working with enterprises and then you know wow there's a 4 to 5 months of sales cycle as well yes of course so because if you're talking 100k 200k deal sizes uh, you know dollars deal sizes yeah then you have to really you know you you have to have that high touch sale because it's it's an enterprise sale right. so it's a high touch sales and yeah it takes around 3 to you know 5 months to close a deal with these yeah. large enterprises oh yeah and that's where i'm sure you yeah, would know this I'm the best i'm seeing this <laughs> first hand as well of course yep. and uh, and that's how enterprises in india work they yep. want you yep. to come for a meeting yes. they want you to show yep. up show you and data doesn't always convince them a exactly. lot of times they'll be like oh free poc <laughs> exactly <laughs> so but it's very interesting this is not only in india so mm-hmm. it's been 2 years we have started selling in international market as well right so we started with southeast asia and middle east asia and uh, in the us as well so it's pretty much the same 
Right. I mean, people do enterprises do expect you to have a physical presence, to be there, meet them, do the POC, do the pallets because it's a. Uh, the thing is, they integrate deeply with your product, right? right? Because if if something is operating at scale, that means the two systems have to be integrated yeah. and talk to each other rather than someone. For example, let's talk about orders, right? So any average e-commerce company does around one lakh orders a day. Wow, Now yeah. to do that kind of a scale, no operations manager is going to go to your product and keep on uploading the packages. Right. right. So there has to be system integration, and whenever two systems are talking, the integration is you know we are talking about integration. They have to take a very you know thoughtful decision on is this the right company to partner. That's right. Yeah, it's not easy to just change someone over, even exactly. though we. Call ourselves SaaS, SaaS. but uh, there is a lot which goes behind the scenes. Exactly, uh, and this is enterprise SaaS, right? Now correct. SMB SaaS is very different. Correct. While enterprise SaaS, SMB SaaS, probably the sales cycle would be what hardly a month, and yeah. if the customer is not responding in two three months, you just let them go. Yes. In enterprises, you have to be like really persistent. <laughs> yes, you really have to go after uh, what you're trying to sell and convince them and convince multiple layers exactly. of people as well. Exactly. But of course, since then you all have been thoroughly, like you uh, just mentioned, expanding all over the mm-hmm. globe. So congratulations, and Logis- Logix is obviously doing great. Uh, you have. PTM as one of your biggest backers, yeah. uh, and so awesome stuff to listen about the journey so far. Uh, what we're going to do is take a maybe a quick break and come back okay. and talk some more. All right, welcome back. So I'm here with Manisha, and we've obviously been talking about the software platform that Loginex is but behind the scenes how have you over these years built out this entire tool what is your technology behind the scenes which actually uh, does all of this fascinating route planning automatically for and makes the lives of all these operations managers so easy sure so let me start with you know uh, how the route optimization works right so basically we have built a heuristics platform now what it does is basically there are a couple of different algorithms that we use for different kind of deliveries happening mm-hmm. so basically there can be pickups and drop offs or there can be only pickups or there can be only drop offs so if you see logistics has different legs mm-hmm. starting from first mile to middle mile to last mile and when you combine all three legs you get end to end visibility and end to end optimization so we are using heuristics we are using ruin and recreate algorithm what it does is it it finds an initial solution on basis of you know all the permutations and combinations which are possible so a lot of iterations so there are around 20000 to 2 million iterations which happen on basis of what is the input to the algorithm oh. so after all the iterations these solutions are compared against each other so there are different cost factors which go behind the scenes so a few cost factors could be you know your distance cost your time cost then your waiting time cost then your uh, you know say if two vehicles are going to the same location is that an extra cost that you are bearing so the cost of vehicle the mm. salary of the driver 
प्लेटफॉर्म then you definitely wow. need a good you know scalable architecture plus one proud thing is we last month itself we actually co- collected around uh, 1.5 billion data points on location wow that's so, amazing yeah, exactly so yeah th- these are the you know hardcore tech stuff that we are doing that's awesome and you're doing this building out of bombay out of hawaii <laughs> which with a tech team sitting here uh it's a recurring theme on this show where all, all bombay entrepreneurs talk mm-hmm. about how much of a challenge that itself is uh to put together a cool tech team uh, yeah. how have you guys been able to do it yeah don't get me started there <laughs> <laughs> i think so yeah a lot of you know uh, people who have come on this show have spoken to almost we keep on discussing you know what do you do for talent acquisition what do you do for talent acquisition you know how to get the best talent Uh, especially being in bombay and being in enterprise as because if you see a lot of you know um, candidates who are actually startup focused who who would love to work with startups for them startup is like a b2c startup mm. it's a consumer app right. oh i want to work with an uber i want to work with google so for them it's more about startup means cool startup Correct. but here it's enterprise startup right and it it means means real business yeah. so we totally focus on revenues and not on you know spending a lot on marketing basically because right. in enterprises it's all about it's all about the actual value. revenue yeah exactly actual revenue and the value that your clients see in the product so yeah we we have a lot of sources we hire from of course uh, you know startup platforms like angel hires then we get a lot of inbound talent as well we do arrange meetups wherein we get talent there as well but one interesting thing that has worked out really well for us and it's been 2 years we have been doing this mm-hmm. is we partner with us universities So we have a lot of connects in the US right we were from Carnegie Mellon and one of our professors is now in um, Urbana Champaign UIUC okay. so basically we partner with them we work with their phd students we work with their master students and they co-build the solution with our developers wow. so we get their expertise on the latest technologies that are being used and they have they have really good minds of course and they have the best i would say mentors and guidance in the form of their professors and phd students wow so a lot of you know we we actually utilize a lot of talent from us oh that's awesome i mean and that to in a domain which is like this the the few things which you mentioned earlier right which are, which are very domain specific algorithms domain specific uh, strategies which you might have which you have to translate into your tech platform obviously uh, you do need these very specialized sort of uh, people on your team right. in some way uh but is that has that really been something uh, you feel is your advantage in the market uh, against you know anyone else doing similar things 
Yes, absolutely. In fact, we are working with a PhD professor. So she's not even PhD. She's a PhD professor. She teaches PhD, mm-hmm. and she is. She has done PhD in in transportation analytics. Wow. So that's like you know to the point for us. You know, it's like the bullseye for us. And she has actually allocated two of her PhD students. to us to work on the data that we have collected wow so this it, it's interesting you know new concepts because <coughs> so if you if you know carnegie mellon is uh, actually the hub for uh, driverless cars on which uber the uber was building right, right? right. so what uber did was they actually poached all the professors from carnegie mellon wow. okay. <laughs> so carnegie mellon is actually known for its uh, uh, is the best school for robotics and artificial intelligence okay. and a lot of what we do in terms of you know working on map data working on optimization techniques it is very similar on the talent which is actually available in these universities so georgia tech is another university right. we work with now if you know georgia tech has their has its own supply chain institute oh so we work with students from supply chain institute interesting and all of this never somehow got built in india like these talents uh, even though it's such a complex maze out here uh, yeah. to actually solve for uh and i'm sure there are so many companies you guys obviously must be uh, having as customers uh e-commerce or now there's food delivery and there's so logistics is yeah. core to i would say most on demand businesses now right i mean it's a whole new world we live in where it's the one thing which differentiates who you choose to Right. order from or who you choose <laughs> absolutely. to absolutely yeah right because everything else is the same right uh so going forward what's the what kind of innovations are you guys bringing in on your platform which you think uh makes it all unique like how else how much cool how do you still make yourselves the cool company where sure. <laughs> tech wants to work for even though you're doing enterprise sales right so uh we actually do hackathons techathons to call it in our company which is uh, for our own obviously our own team members so we form obviously a team of 5 6 people and they come up with cool ideas so when uh, recently uh, the techathon that we did in february one very good idea came was voice controlled logistics Okay. So basically, we have integrated with uh, Alexa, mm-hmm. and which is again AWS, you know, service the EcoBot thing, yeah, and yeah. they have actually started advertising now in India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very very uh, funny incident. I was sitting with my dad, and we were watching IPL, and then this ad comes up of a grandma talking to the EcoBot. Yeah. And my dad was like, "What is this?" Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that's my moment when you tell me to explain technology to you <laughs> what you are doing to a grandma <laughs> kind of a thing, right?" I was like, "The way you search on Google, you get answers. You just have to talk to Alexa and she will give you all the answers." Right. So, what we do is we have integrated with Alexa. So, one example would be now ops managers, right? They they are they have a very i would say rough job i mean it's they are sitting in the warehouses obviously they don't do not have acs and stuff mm-hmm. so for them using the computer sometimes becomes difficult mm-hmm. so apps going mobile is one thing but then when you have to talk about all these complex activities which are happening behind the scene uh there has to be a simple mechanism there has to be a simple user experience now mm-hmm. user experience is not only about interfaces right like what you see it's right. also about what you hear what right. your can your technology listen to your audience right so 
one example is if if the operations manager says if he wants to plan the orders they can just say alexa please ask logi next to plan my orders and assign the drivers to the orders wow <laughs> and yeah, within awesome. a few minutes they get the results <laughs> okay that's that's awesome yeah, yeah that's uh, that's insane right i mean that's got to be so basically they're triggering off all of your back end processes with this command right yes exactly wow that's insane and then you have to you know properly tag the right keywords because some companies would call orders orders some right. companies would call it packages some companies would call it pack uh, shipments some would say deliveries some would say drop offs right so you know all this uh, again nlp goes behind the scene which mm-hmm. which alexa does really very mm-hmm. well so a lot of tagging has to happen to give the device the context on what the user really wants to do right yeah i think ai all of these things voice control is all about context okay. like saying less but understanding more right exactly. that's what the tech is all about uh and of course that's i think led to you guys getting quite a bit of recognition also right all over the place mm-hmm. uh, because you of these sort of innovations and how how has the competition been while you, you were scaling up all this while i mean as a saas product while you know you're going up against like i'm back to the same point of those big erps of yep. the world and so on yep. right so how how do you uh, see those people not being able to do what you guys are doing and obviously or hence getting sure. ahead so yeah we actually come across companies like oracle transport you know otm oracle yeah. transportation management system and we come across uh, a few us companies as well like uh, forkites paragon these are the you know these are typical competitors we come across the the best part that we have is agility right mm-hmm. i mean I, i think that's most startup For, founders yeah, would right. agree right as agility and innovation these are the two things so that your tech has always should always be ahead at least 10 steps ahead of the competitors so we do of course we do a lot of competitive analysis and the product managers are always top of uh, you know what features to build what clients really want two interesting things that we do here is so we focus a lot on design thinking Mm-hmm. Now logistics is complex but you want to make sure you your tool makes it very simple. Mm. So it's very important for people for team who is working on building the product to understand how the operations work. Because if you are working for a B2C company you can use the app if you work for Swiggy you can order food and you can relate to it what you're building you can actually see it. but again in enterprise it's very difficult for your team to connect on how the customer is actually using it right and this is not only for designers or product managers this is even for developers right. who are actually building the product because i think the gap between business and uh, you know engineering is reducing now and developers are getting more focus in actually understanding the business and then coding rather than Correct. just coding according to the specs correct So in our onboarding uh, program like in our on- employee onboarding plan whenever a new person joins we actually have one day for field visit. Oh wow. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Do you yeah. really send them to warehouses? We really send them to warehouses. Oh. Okay. So they actually follow the drivers also on their bikes. Oh wow. So we have done that as well. Amazing. <laughs> so we keep dedicated you know 2 3 hours for them to go and visit our clients warehouses talk to drivers because the kind of audience that we have 
were not very tech savvy till Jio. Of course, now they are tech savvy. Right. <laughs> After Jio, everybody is like amazing at <laughs> using their mobile, especially in India. Uh, so yeah, we actually send them along with the drivers and see, you know, how they are actually using the app. What kind of difficulties are they facing? Mm. So we focus internally. We focus a lot on design thinking. Right, and that's how obviously you've optimized for you know solving their needs. Like, and again, at each level, uh, not just at the guy who looks at dashboards level, but also exactly on the field. So where where do you think it's going from here? Like obviously you mentioned a few cool things like Alexa integration and so mm-hmm. on. Uh, where is your? I mean, uh, where do you see uh, not just Loginex but overall uh, the tech which is happening in being used in this domain? Where do you see it going more and more? Because I feel for one, everything has a GPS in it now, right? Yep. If all of our phones yep. have a GPS, uh, cars have uh, inbuilt. GPS is now uh, everything pretty much is always being tracked, right? I mean, right. it's such a integral location is such an integral part of our lives, uh, and then there is indoor location and a whole bunch of other technologies which have been existing. So, where uh, is going? Where do you think the focus is going to be, and how? What kind of other new cool tech are you guys working on? Sure. So four years back, it was very it was a challenging task to even collect data. Mm-hmm. That is something we are, we have crossed that, you know, river now. Now it's about what to do with that data. Mm -hmm. So that is very important. Going forward, I think, you know, bringing in more and more real-time visibility and talking to other systems. So here, what's important here is only your system cannot do the charm. Mm -hmm. There's the whole entire ecosystem of other players which are sitting there. So, for example, we integrate with weather.com, we integrate with Google Maps, then we integrate with Twitter for sentimental analysis. So, I'll give you a very simple example, right? Today, Google was showing me 45 minutes. But if we would have run this on our tool, I'm sure it would be much better than Google. (laughs) It would be at least one hour, 15 minutes. Because then it it sees that what are the sentiments? Okay, the Mumbai rain hashtag is all around the or is all around in Twitter, right? right? Yeah. So okay. how can you actually integrate more and more more and more tools with your tool to mm. make it a holistic tool? Wow. So yeah. seamless integration is one of the key factors that all the enterprises definitely look at. Yeah, and more new data sources like this, which are non-structured data sources, which people don't understand easily. Exactly. Yeah, probably if you had integrated Twitter, (laughs) you would have known. So that that is one thing. You know, the other thing is bringing in more of uh, machine learning. Now, people need to understand that machine learning is different from a rule engine. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of things can be done by an if-else Versus using machine learning. So it's a very important differentiation to have on where to actually use statistics and where to use analytics. Of course. So a data engineer is different from a data scientist. Yes, of right. course. We, we had we had the guest speak about this specifically and how, you know, demystify us between what is stats, what is ML, what is big data, mm-hmm. what is... AI right. and machine learning. I mean, every all of these buzzwords are so commonly thrown yep, around. Yep. Uh, but when it comes to actually, of course, building something and it, when it comes to hiring as well, mm-hmm. you need to know what kind of talent exactly. uh, will give you that edge. Exactly. And like, so certain things can be actually done 
by using very simple technology these right. days you know the cloud platforms aws google cloud they have made certain things so easy for you that you really need to focus on the business problem right a lot of developers a lot of companies still feel that you should be building things from scratch but we are really good at reusing the technology which is available outside mm-hmm. i think for developers that is very important that rather than just you know building it things from scratch do not reinvent the wheel do not yeah, re- i mean yeah. that is one suggestion i would we we did that we did this mistake i would say around 18 months back but then we learned quickly we were like okay we do not want to reinvent the wheel i do not want to attract developers that oh we are doing this cool thing by building a queue right from scratch boss we have <laughs> kinesis we have sqs why do i have to build the queue from scratch let me let me focus on my client problem and not focus on engineering problem which is solved by aws <laughs> yes oh my god i talked about <laughs> analytics and engagement all day so i know exactly yeah, what you're yes, saying yes. like why do people want to build them why do people still want to build their own in-house tools for things which are easy available exactly. right uh, and that's the that's the change in mentality again which you need for people who you want on your team right while you'll have your university scholars who will help you with the deeper uh, problems you'll still need folks who are i think more efficient yeah, as yeah. Uh, team members right who can just put things together yes. quickly uh, are more conversant with newer age tools which are ready to use instead of saying i will write abcd uh, yeah. myself <laughs> but for that i think you know the best strategy for companies is for having your team members like you have to invest your time by sending them to the right meetups mm-hmm. to there are a lot of aws events happening lot of google cloud events happening so if you encourage your team to attend these meetups and attend these events they they automatically know oh wow this is already available why do i need to exactly. do and if i need to do then probably i should work with amazon <laughs> <laughs> yes wow all right but thanks so much for telling us about how i mean the story has been of course and uh, going forward you guys are obviously i'm guessing hiring uh, so yes. <laughs> it's always a fight between all the folks left in bombay uh, to hire the best yeah. talent all around yeah and we can't poach from our you know our group bombay hackers and painters so we yeah. have a group uh, bombay hackers and painters where we have a lot of you know founders right. uh, so we all are friends and we obviously we cannot hire from those companies so we are left with nothing <laughs> yes i know it's uh, always going to be a struggle but yeah. uh, i'm sure as we all become more efficient a uh, lot yep. of talent and pool will come back uh, yep. from bangalore i think <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we are hiring across a lot of uh, uh, departments i would say right from you know tech to marketing to product to mm-hmm. business development and right. in fact today itself dhruvil just shared uh, an image which i saw you know uh, he was in the us so i saw it at 3 am so wherein we have like around 12 positions open and he has just shared one creative these are all the positions please apply whatever is applicable to you <laughs> yes it's always a fight like that yeah. but uh, thanks so much for doing this manisha i think uh, we got a great insight on what logenext is and how you guys are really like innovating across the board 
and i'm sure one day you will have and or maybe you already do have like real data coming in about which roads are blocked yes. and which <laughs> roads are water stuck and it is in progress yeah. so it, the maps the new maps building is in progress so yeah, we'll yes. talk about it you know we want behind we... the scenes access to the better google maps right? <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> absolutely thanks so much for doing this uh, where can people talk to you uh, on twitter maybe or you know yes. where do people reach sure. out sure so twitter or you can reach out to me on my email id if you have any you know if you need any suggestions or if you are looking uh looking for a change looking yes. for to work on some really interesting and cool things yes enterprise is not cool but we make it cool yes <laughs> so it's i'm at manisha.r at logineksolutions.com awesome and twitter you are on money at manisha i saying right yes all right and guys just a reminder please uh subscribe to the slack channel go to the website ivmpodcast.com/shunya1 there's a button over there that says subscribe to slack please press that button send us your email address and we'll send you an invite quickly and also please do uh make sure that you give us reviews wherever you're listening to this if it's itunes or if it's savan or if it's castbox wherever you're listening to this just please give us a review awesome that's thanks so much for doing Great. this thank you so much for having me it was fun yes, <laughs> thank <it> was. you <laughs>